how do you call this guy? The Chu? 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 How do you call him? You call yeah. him Zhou Guangzhou. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I have no idea what. Okay. It's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. Welcome back to another episode of the Global Grid Goals podcast. Today we have kind of special episode. We have a guest with us. Would you like to introduce you a little bit to our followers? Yes, hello. Thank you very much for the invitation as well, which is special to me as well uh, to get this occasion and speak actually to people that they know much more in this field than I do. So my name is Munir. Actually, I am I'm doing something very different than what you do, actually, guys. What I did is I did science and more specifically, it was biology so basically i'm a biologist which has nothing to do with this but it would be um, amazing to exchange a little bit of information so yeah it's great to have you here and we would like to start with a few intro questions so everyone who is listening to this podcast is getting to know a little bit more about you or to be more specific a little bit more about your opinion on motorsports so I would like to start directly with the first question. How did you get to F1? Uh, yes, thank you for the question first of all. So actually it was, I knew more sports only like when I was a kid. I was hearing, yes, Schumacher is the world champion. So it was that time. And that's when I tried to watch uh, a race or two, which I totally did not understand. But yeah, and then a uh, few years later, or I would say 10 years later, I met some fr friends of mine who introduced me to the motorsports and it was fascinating. But still, I do not understand it completely. It's a little bit complicated with all the techniques. It is kind of complicated. And to be fair, even I'm following the sport for almost my lifetime, there's still a few things I sometimes don't understand and need to read again. So what about we going straight to the next question? What is your opinion about F1? Yes. So I don't really understand why people like to watch cars driving behind each other. That was my first impression, though. And then I watched a few races with someone who was understanding the field. I was amazed about how highly we studied aspects to make it through the race. I mean, that you need a lot of people to coordinate, cooperate, and then you need talent. And then a good management to build a car first, and then to find the right driver secondly, and then to make a suitable strategy. So my conclusion would be there is some unfairness because the best cars win at the end of the day, yeah? But of course, the talents count too. I wouldn't deny. Okay, that's a very interesting answer, to be honest. And now I would like to know from you, what do you think about female content creators in motorsports? Uh, yes. So I was surprised that there are female content creators in motorsports, by the way. And I think it is something rare. 
but I have a total respect for all genders and interests in sports. And I like the idea of this podcast, actually, and that you have a female community. And I really hope you guys grow more in the future. I believe in this. I will come back to this episode and quote you that if this will happen and then I will invite you again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, so coming to the next question. As we know, you don't know that much about the sport and you don't usually watch races, but still I would like to ask which of one race is your favorite or which one would you like to attend in the future? Hmm, yeah. Believe me or not, guys, but I do know I do not know tracks. I only know that there was a diamond lost in uh, Monaco. Or yeah, I saw few tracks, but I would say I'm not really like I cannot like visualize and all of them. But I would say the fun race that I want to attend is since I don't know the tracks, I want to attend the most dramatic one, which you can tell me about, for example. I don't know. I mean, dramatic one, that means the cars are too tight to each other. They take over each other a lot. You can have easily this match against each other. Maybe I would have an idea, I would say, Monaco for this. I like it as well when you have this titles race or it's a race of, you know, somebody needs to beat up a record and everybody's trying their best and or like overtakings and max speed tracks. So that's what I want to see if you know what I mean. Totally know what you mean, but I sadly need to tell you, you have the wrong opinion about Monaco. Okay. Monaco, it's for sure if you have a bad strategy, another one can win. But Monaco okay. is a race where it's actually already decided on the day before the race when the qualifying is taking place. Because you don't have really opportunities to overtake. Okay. And I guess with most traumatic one, you mean more like the mo the one where you have the most action on the track? Exactly. That That would be fantastic. So for this, I probably would recommend you Spielberg in Austria, Monza in Italy, or Singapore, which okay. are actually the ones where you have the most overtaking, the maximum speed. Usually records at those tracks are getting beaten easily. Okay, very interesting. Well, I hope I can attend one in the future. I hope this for you too, and then you learn to love the sport a little bit more. Yes, for sure. <laughs> So All coming right. to the last question, because uh, you're someone who doesn't know that much, we would like to ask you, which are the drivers that you know? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, if I go to the file that is stuck into the right side of my uh, upper hemisphere of my brain, I can find you a small little tiny file, which includes these following names. I think I know Schumacher like everybody does. Uh, maybe Hamilton after it. And Verstappen since uh, I see him almost every day in the first place. Of course comes Leclerc, Sainz, Alonso, Norris. Somehow I have Tsunoda in head. I don't know. I mean, he's still young. And uh, yeah, I don't know, you know. Or how do you call this guy? The two, two, two? How do you call him? You call yeah. him Zhou Guangzhou. 
add okay 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 well, <laughs> i had no idea what okay and because uh, because i saw him once he he came in the poll or something so that's that's i kept it in my mind and then i saw which i would put between brackets that there is another Schumacher that i saw and i hope uh i would have seen more from him but i mean it's fine but I think those are the main characters of the F1 teams that I still have in my memory. So what do you think? I think it's it's a little bit too much for a little, so somebody who doesn't much have a clue. Which I don't know though. I don't know. <laughs> I bet you know thousands. I can tell you I, I de- know definitely more. Mm-hmm. And they're actually three different Schumachers, which I drove in F1, not only two. Oh, wow, okay. But so, only one made it. And how many Hamiltons? One, but the Schumachers are all related to each other. Oh, wow, okay, okay. So yeah, you have for sure the seven times world champion, Michael Schumacher. Yeah. Then you have his brother, Ralf Schumacher. Yeah. And then you have his son, Mick Schumacher. So those are all the Schumachers who made it to F1. Okay, okay. But I'm still kind of surprised uh, that you know actually that much drivers for someone who don't know anything about the sport or almost anything yeah guess what uh, in the last year i watched four or five races or i just asked my friends yeah who's first who's second and that's it or when it's something like end of the season or something but actually i mean it's still interesting i mean when you see all those teams sit in with big graphics and all that stuff like very interesting i think it takes years to be a data analyst in f1 it's not something is that you can do and uh, it is it is pretty accurate sport yeah it takes you to be a data analyst for f1 but over time you can get yourself some knowledge about the different mm. telemetric datas so thank you for answering our few little questions on mm-hmm. we were thinking about making it like a little bit more and like doing a little game so we thought about the quiz with six different questions okay okay so and what what i am winning at the end <laughs> a ticket to a race <laughs> no i'm just joking but okay let's let's see how i can do in the okay i'll do my best <laughs> we wish you we could offer your ticket for a race but we sadly oh, okay. cannot <laughs> okay but we can make you for a month to Global Grid Girl of Honor. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready for the quiz? All right. We pick, in our opinion, we picked a few easy questions. So, let's start with the first one. Yeah. You have the question and you have four answers. From those four answers, you need to choose one answer. In the hope, yes. it's going to be the correct answer. Okay. So, let's start with the first question. Who won the Drivers' World Championship title in the year 2017? A. Nico Rosberg B. Sebastian Vettel C. Max Verstappen D. Lewis Hamilton In 2017. Was it Hamilton? Yeah, that's correct. It was Hamilton. Oh my god! Okay, you win a ticket to Monza! (laughs) Okay... Are you ready for the next one? Yes. So, which team holds the record for winning the most constructors championships in history of Formula One? Hmm. Is it yeah. A. Williams, 
B, Mercedes, C, McLaren, or D, Ferrari? Which, which year was that? I will repeat the question, okay? Uh, yes, please. Which team holds the record for winning the most constructors' championships in history of Formula mm -hmm. One? So, is it, um, can you say the names again of the teams? Sure, I can. A, yeah. Williams, B, Mercedes, C, McLaren, and D, Ferrari. I think it's Ferrari. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they did well in a few years and uh, no wonder, no wonder. It's just logic. Maybe if you had put Red Bull there, maybe you would have tricked me. <laughs> but okay, good. I would have put Red Bull. Okay, that's interesting. Just just for a side note for you, Ferrari, it's the oldest team on the grid. Okay, okay, interesting. They're there since the beginning. Okay. Coming to the third question. In which country is the circuit Spa-Francorchamps situated? Is it... France? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Okay, here you're... Answers A, France, B, Belgium, C, Germany, or D, Netherlands? Uh, it's France, right? No, I'm sorry. Is it Belgium? It's Belgium. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Yeah, the name is quite a French name. All right, all right. Well, um, two questions out, three. And still three to go. So, coming to the next one. The National Bank of Abu Dhabi sponsored which 2010 Formula One Grand Prix? A. India, B. Malaysia, C. Abu Dhabi, D. Bahrain. It should be Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> okay, cute. That was a, to be honest and to be fair, a pretty easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice try. <laughs> so. The next one, if you saw a few races, you might know this. Mm -hmm. So what does a red flag mean in the race? Is it A, the race is stopped? B, there's oil spilled on the track? C, there's no red flag in F1? Or D, drivers need to slow down? Oh, I think this question is similar to the, the driving license uh, questions, you know, <laughs> like why you cannot. Uh, yeah, but um, I think for the answer, um, what was the first answer that you suggested? A was the race is stopped. Uh, I think it's A uh, because it what is. I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. And good. In and this I case, it's... This pretty similar to driving license okay yeah yeah yeah. i was like do you want to overtake why a okay good very good very good so coming to the last question which is actually a question which containing like a holded record right now this... okay so who is the youngest driver to win an f1 race at the age of 17 years and 166 days Okay, interesting. A. Lance Stroll, B. Lando Norris, C. Max Verstappen, or D. Sebastian Vettel. This one is a little bit hard for me, but since Verstappen is still young, is it Verstappen? It is. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm doing so great. <laughs> so, what can I say? Congratulations, you made it. Five oh, out of thanks. six. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have won a ticket <laughs> to Narnia. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. This was pretty informative. And uh, we checked quite my knowledge about the sports. And it's out. I'm not that bad, though. And, uh, yeah. You can even ask me, um, uh, like, when is the next race taking place? And when is it? Where? When and where? The next race is taking place in the Netherlands. Yes. It's going to be the first race after the summer break. Because right now we are on summer break. And it will take place on the... 25th to 27th August. Okay, so that's very close actually. So that's very my close. Prediction. Yeah. yeah, then I will give you my prediction, guys. So oh, we put in the... a guest prediction now. Uh, yeah, we can do. I mean, I can I can say that we're gonna have a shared podium between uh Red Bull, McLaren, and Ferrari. Okay, do you want to name drivers and put them in place? That's hard, <laughs> but uh, that only would be my prediction. Do you want to at least put the teams in place? In order? order, oh yeah, I can say maybe. Uh, wait a second, does it? Is there any changing in the cars in this summer break? Are they allowed to make changes? Usually not during the summer break, but there are updates prepared, which taking place in Monza and Singapore. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I think it would be Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. So, you will be part of the prediction post for the I mean, Netherlands you, Grand Please, <laughs> you can add it if you want. <laughs> yes, since you know, for one month, a global grid girl of honor. Okay. So, yeah, thank you for answering those questions and doing this little quiz with us and for sure giving us your prediction for the next race, even it's in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. But do you have any questions for us we can answer? Yes. So, I would say, yeah, I always had this idea in, 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 in my head since I am a biologist, but I was like, can we include biotechnology in motorsports? And yeah, I I don't know. I mean, since biotechnology is used anyway nowadays for like painting cars or I don't know about tires. I don't know if it is used. Do you have any information about this? I certainly need to say, sorry, I do not have any information about this. It could be that there is, uh, it's used in the livery for the cars, but there are no information which is actually the containment of the livery. So you yes. only have at the end the finished car. Maybe probably it's used, but I mean, I can take a deeper look into it and getting back to you like uh, someone later. Yes. If you want to have this. But sadly, I cannot provide our listeners right now with any kind of disinformation. Yeah, exactly. That, that that comes, for example, I see like they have a lot of tires, hard, soft, whatever. So, I mean, when you look at it, is the, are the tires, I think they have the same dimension, right? I mean, is it the fabric that's different or, or, or what's what's the thing? And, and, and yeah, does it make you faster or slower or... 
I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, the component of the different tires is different. So for the slicks, which is the tires are used during dry weather, Dimmer. which would be the softs, they're red, the medium, they're yellow, and the hard, which are white. You mm -hmm. have five different types, which is the C1, the C2, the C3, the C4, and the C5. They are changing from track to track, depending on how much downforce you have, how the error balance of the different track is, which tyroside is used more because yeah some you're driving clockwise some you're driving the other way around and you have those different tire types and the soft one the red one is the quickest one mm -hmm. as the name it's saying already the okay. tire is a little bit softer so you getting faster more grip okay which makes you faster um then you have the medium tire which is the thing between the soft and the hard the hard one is the long lasting one okay and so you have to compare it a normal tire of a car it's lasting like for 16,000 kilometers in mm -hmm. f1 it's depending on if it's a c2 or three or five or whatever it's lasting between 100 and 200 kilometers okay Okay, very interesting, very interesting. And so, yeah. For sure, yeah, then you have the wet and the inters, which are for the wet weather. Yeah, see, already it's a lot of techniques which you should balance and strategize very well during the race, so you can be successful. Okay, very good. So, so and as the last question, I would say, uh, where do you see motorsports in, not motorsports, I mean F1, where do you see it in the future? I mean, in the next 50 years, let's say. That's a little bit futuristic, which means regarding now all the environment uh, movements and everything, do you think everything going to shift to e-cars? I mean, what, 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 is, what would be your opinion on this? I would say, like, making a prediction for in 50 years, it's it's difficult. Yes, but uh, how would you feel, for example, if they take the cars, which works with fuel still? That means no more speed, as we actually see nowadays. They're probably not going to make it completely electric, because for this, you already have a different motorsport series, which is called Formula E. They completely only using electric engines. But I can tell you that the FIA, which is the head group which is observing all the different motorsports series they working on the it's called net zero carbon by 2030 okay. so they they want to reduce the carbon footprint of f1 or in general of formula motorsports series and with the new engine change of 2026, which is in Morsford's pretty close to produce a new engine and develop a new one, they want to test sustainable fuels. Okay. So 100% sustainable fuels. And they working for this together with Aramco, which is their main fuel manufacturer, and want to try to introduce this already in 2026 and... The F uh, F1 is now, because of this, working closely together with the lower classes, which is F2 and F3, to let them try the fuel already. 
And this is going to be drop-in fuel, mm -hmm. which means you can use it in the same form you use it in those cars for road cars in normal internal combustion engines. Okay, interesting. So there is the change already. Okay, so thank you for answering my questions. And I think from my side, that was it. Thank you again for this invitation. It was fun. Yeah, great content. And thank you very much again. Thank you for your questions. I hope I could answer them satisfying for you. And thank you for being a guest on our podcast. And with this note, I would say that's it for this episode. As all our listeners and followers know, if you want to have more information, just go to Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn, whatever platform is more suitable for you. You will find the links in the description of the podcast episode. And as you know, if you find one, you can find them all. And with this, Thank you very much to join this week for the podcast. It was fun. And followers, we will hear you next week again.